So government has uh, put out yet another uh, master plan. This one is called the National Integrated Small Enterprise Development Master Plan. Uh, it was released on the 10th of uh, May this year, and I think it's open to public uh, discourse and uh, commentary uh, by... 10th of June. 10th of June, and that's yeah. a great uh, way to introduce uh, our doom and gloom merchant <laughs> uh, from SICA, Dr. Sharon Smulders. Project Director of Tax Advocacy at SICA. So, what's the purpose of yet another document, of yeah. this document? Well, this document sets out government's 10-year plan, and I, and I kind of laughed at that because this plan is in terms of, it's meant to align with the National Development Plan 2030. Yeah. And so we're already two years behind with this plan, but be that as it may. So it's government's um, formulation of how it is going to promote entrepreneurship and support and grow small businesses in South Africa. Now, the, the document does itself admit and it gives you the history of government's initiatives and there's been lots of them to assist small businesses from 1995. Um, and it admits that despite all of these initiatives, we're still sitting with fragmented policies, we have duplication of certain relief measures, etc. So it is trying to align everything and collate everything and make it one single plan. And very importantly, it's not an economic plan, it's a support framework that's what they call it um, and it's it's there to align all these initiatives and very importantly it's got to um, they've got a report on this annually and it's open for the public to see so so the public will have participation in this and can monitor what government is actually doing in respect of this plan I, I read through the the document now it's a big nice chunk it is quite long a, yes. a document um, and I was quite surprised by the, the openness where it spoke about the fact that actually there's been very little success yep. in terms of creating jobs especially um, over time. Yeah, well that's the big thing is they're saying that there's no actually collated information on how many small businesses we have, never mind how many people they employ. And that is critical. So any interventions that we need, if we don't have the correct data on a national level, uh, we can't come up with the right policy. So we need for, and that they go onto that in various different levels that are need for further research um, per industry, per you know geographical area, etc. So research is key to making sure that the policies that they do introduce are successful. I'll come on to the definition of what is small business and what is medium business because I picked that up in there. But um, what was interesting for me was that when they defined the numbers of companies in these particular segments, they, they were saying between X and Y, and, and sometimes the, the X and Y were hugely uh, far apart. Yeah. Are you talking about the turnover though, the turnover yeah. bands? No, the, uh, number, the, of, number. Uh, the, the yeah. number of companies that fall into those yeah. bands. Yeah. No, look, I think we, we don't have, and as they admitted there, we don't have up-to-date information on, on the number of businesses. Um, CIPC, you know, we've got the newer ones, but the ones that deregister, they don't take them off CIPC. So even the numbers on CIPC are not reflective of what's actually out there in, in reality. I couldn't uh, but think, but surely if, uh, if uh, th these individuals were paying tax, these companies were paying tax, we'd have all that information. And obviously a big part of the uh, South African economy is informal, they're not paying tax, and right. of course they want them to come into the, t the, the, the tax net. But there's such huge disincentive to move into that net, Correct. okay? Because if you count it, you know, then 
you pay. Yep. You pay and there's also the compliance burden that comes with that and that's also specifically addressed in the plan is, you know, we, we, they're trying to cut red tape and make it easy for businesses to register. I mean, just to register, I'm just talking from a tax perspective. It's a lot easier now than it was, so there are certain improvements. Um, however, there's still complications with VAT registrations, etc. that take a long time or the information on the website doesn't align with what the branch office official is asking you to submit with your VAT registration. So there's a lot of complexity involved in, in running a small business that that this plan is also trying to address specifically. Um, we've even got, you know, the president appointed Mr. Corsi to, to cut red tape across the board, not just in, from ta a tax perspective, but labor, everything uh, for small businesses. So, and that, that unit will be responsible specifically for, for ensuring that we do cut this red tape. So let's talk about that red tape because it seems like why you and various members of SICA who appear here, I call them doom and gloom, uh, gloom merchants, is because and it's, it's a responsible thing to do is to tell us what's coming. But what seems to be always coming is more and more red tape. And yet yep. I know a huge amount of research has been done on red tape showing that it's bad for, for small business and for all business, but particularly for small business. And, and yet they keep doing it. So they've done the research, but you've done more specific re research as Psyche as well on this. Yeah, so Psyche has done it. I personally have started researching this regard specifically on tax compliance costs and because that started my interest being in tax since 2010. Um, Psyche did the research in 2018 on the tax compliance costs for small businesses in line with, um, to align it to the paying taxes. Psyche is part of the paying taxes work group or it's still, but it's changed because the paying taxes report has now stopped um, in the, the doing business report that was run by the World Bank. So, so that ranking has stopped and the president wanted us to come in the top 50. So part of that was uh, we were tasked to do research among small businesses and we went further and we also talked to tax practitioners that assist these small businesses because a lot of the small businesses you know, can't do the tax themselves, can't do the accounting themselves so they get an accountant to assist them. So we, we did research with both, or Psyche did research along with UNISA um, to, to find out what are the problems. And you know, we came up with four basic problems. Um, and to be honest, and as is admitted in this plan, is that the problems haven't changed. In mm. fact, they've got worse. Mm. Um, but the four basic problems that we have is first of all, the legislative complexity, uh, the operational complexity, which talks to the red tape, just being able to submit a return or apply uh, for a loan, et cetera. Um, then you get the customer service. Are they actually getting cust proper customer service when you've got a problem? And lastly, from a tax perspective, because we focused on that, it was the, the tax avoidance and the tax policy in that regard, and the morality behind paying tax, which links back to you know, the informal sector, even the large businesses paying tax. I just, before, before we sign off and go to an ad break, I just want to talk about um, the, why it's important to define what is a small business, what is a micro business, what is a medium business, why is that actually important? Well, I'll give you an example just from a tax perspective. So I'm not talking the bigger picture across government because I think that's where the problem actually lies. So we have a lot of public benefit organizations that want to assist small businesses and they want to assist them both in the form of funding, providing loans, as well as training. Now, to get a public benefit organization to be exempt from tax, you have to apply to the requirements in terms of the Income Tax Act. However, that requirement specifically stipulates there's one that you can't basically do both unless you provide the loan funding to micro businesses. Now, the question is, what is a micro business? And it's not defined anywhere other than in the Income Tax Act. And mm. generally, Section 30 and the exemption in the ninth schedule is also contained in the Income Tax Act. And there it is defined as a business less than one million rand with a turnover of less than, than one million rand. 
So the question is basically enterprises, and we've got a huge, an actual example where a large corporate wants to assist these small businesses and wants to do both, but now has to go and set up a separate entity to actually go give the loan funding because there's certain regulations there that the minister has, hasn't approved for the last 20 years and SARS is now not approving it because of that, and do the actual training and assistance with accounting, etc., in another entity, the actual PBO. So not having a consistent small business definition across government causes complexities like that and stops funding going to the businesses that actually need it. We're going to have to leave it there. That's uh, Dr. Sharon Smalders from SICA. And uh, hopefully we, um, this plan about uh, aligning all the other plans is the right plan. We'll take a break.